Hey, 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 it's another episode of Mom's Hustle Different, and I'm your host, Brenda Miller. I can't believe it's already March, and we've honestly had so many amazing moms on the podcast this year. I keep thinking about the fact that in October, I was ready to quit. I was literally going to give up this podcast, but something clicked in December and I made the decision to persevere. I think sometimes the best thing we can ever do is be able to know when it's time to let go and when it's time to keep pushing. I know that for me, I was quitting out of fear, out of a fear of failure and not being organized than really needing to quit. I had to realize that God has me on this journey for a reason. These first two months, I've been focusing on consistency and now I'm going to be working on getting a new website up for you guys to see this month and it's going to have updated show notes. I am so, 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 so excited. But in this episode, our guest Nicole Lachey tells us about a time where she had to let go of a dream. But she also shares about a new dream that she had that was inspired by her journey in motherhood. I think you will enjoy this episode. So without further ado, here is Nicole Lachey. Nicole Lachey has helped product companies, including Coral Seal, Lemon Art, and USAI Lighting, collectively gain millions of dollars in sales by uniquely positioning their product offerings through B2B sales strategies. She got her start with interior design product manufacturers in the New York City design market, the mecca for the interior design and architectural industries, where she worked as a design sales strategist. She's also created an online coaching intensive called Become Mompreneur, which aims to teach mompreneurs various innovative business launch techniques. The most recent cohort of Become Mompreneur included 483 mompreneurs from around the United States, United Kingdom, and South Africa. These mompreneurs were able to take part in virtual intensive from Nicole and other experts like Abu Fofana. Ginger Birkenbuehl, and Dr. Janet Taylor, to name a few. Her mission in life is to help millennial mompreneurs of color build their businesses so they can leave a legacy for generations to come. Welcome, Nicole, to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you. I was really impressed by your bio, and I'm excited to talk with you today. Um, so we always begin our interviews with just the opportunity to brag on your baby. It's an icebreaker. Um, and I just love for people to kind of hear a little bit more about your child. So can you tell a little bit more about your son for us? Yeah, so I have a son named Jeremiah. He just turned three on December 21st. And but he's like the size of a six year old. He's huge. <laughs> um, but yeah, my son is pretty awesome. I would say the most the main thing that I have to brag about is just over the last like year, almost year in this pandemic, he, I really gave up on homeschooling y'all <laughs> but, and set him in front of very educational cartoons and got him a lot of um, educational tools. 
And the boy is self-taught. Okay. He knows his ABCs. He knows how to count to 20 in English and Spanish. He knows all his shapes and colors. And sometimes he'll just be talking. Like yesterday, he was like, oh, mom, I would like to watch a movie on Netflix. I'm like, how did you even know that there are movies on Netflix? (laughs) So yeah, he just surprises me every day with the things that he picks up and the things that he just like talks about and and brings up in his little mini conversations as a three-year-old. So that's Jeremiah. He's pretty cool kid. (laughs) I love it. I feel like these kids for this generation are going to be on another level because they know how to use technology. They can just sit and watch videos. They can turn to the videos they want to watch, like whatever it is. Like It's totally different (laughs) for these kids. And I love it. So where were you in your career um, when you became a mom to Jeremiah? Yes. So it was uh, back in the year 2017. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, so at the beginning of 2017, actually, January that year, I had just launched my first business, which was called Neotress. It was a beauty box subscription that focused on you know, natural hair products. It gave it picked out a hairstyle for the subscriber. Um, created the tutorial along to um that tagged in the products that we sent in the box along with the styling tools. So it was like an all-encompassing hair DIY style experience for naturalistas. So that was like January 2017, and I had been working on that. Uh, business for like a year and a half before it actually launched and uh, was available for purchase. Uh, Around the same time, I was also working full-time. So for the last eight years, I've been working for different interior design product manufacturers in like sales and business development. So I would say at the beginning of March that year, I actually started a new job. So it was a lot going on at the same time, you know, launching this new startup based on like beauty products in the black hair industry, starting this new job, um, which was higher paying and better job than I had ever had before in March that year. And then I would say by April, because I remember the exact date that I found that I was pregnant, April 13th, 2017, I found out I was pregnant. So it was a lot going on entrepreneurially and in my career at the same time. And then it's like, I wasn't actually planning to be pregnant. So I'm like, boom, okay, now I'm becoming a mother and trying to figure out how I'm going to balance all of these things that I have going on. So were you scared or nervous? Like what was in your mind when you looking at this thing? You're like, oh, <laughs> like, oh shit, what in the world? Like, um, okay. I don't even know. Actually, the day that I found out I was pregnant, <laughs> I was on my way to Baltimore, where I'm from, to go to my best friend's birthday. So I remember looking at the pregnancy test, saying it was positive, And I was like, okay, well, I guess I won't be drinking at her birthday this weekend. <laughs> I got on the bus and just was like, okay, let me just go on as normal. I don't even think it really clicked in my brain until maybe a month later, like, oh, yeah, there's like a human being inside of me. <laughs> um. Yeah, or or probably a few weeks after when when I went to my first like doctor's appointment. So at by the time I got to the doctor's to my first like you know OBGYN appointment, that's when it really clicked for me. Like, okay, there's another human uh, that I'm gonna be having to take care of. 
I'm going to try my best to balance all of this. Uh, but as the months went on, it start, I started to figure out that I could not balance it all, um, yeah. honest, to be honest. Yeah. So what um, what did you do with that realization? When you're like, oh, shoot, I can't balance this all. Like, what what did you have to give up? Yeah. Well, I tried to I tried to keep my business afloat. I tried to do my best at work all while, you know, preparing for motherhood. And um, just as a FYI to the audience members out there, I also became a solo mom at 10 weeks pregnant. So I wasn't with my son's father at that point. Yeah. So so by the time I was maybe uh, I forgot how many months I, I forget the weeks now, but probably September, October of that year. Uh, I started going to therapy because it was just very overwhelming to balance all of this stuff, you know, emotionally, uh, at work, entrepreneurially and different things like that. And the main thing that I realized was like, I need to go along with what is certain right now. When you're just starting a business, everything is uncertain. Everything you're constantly testing things out, what's working, what's not, what do your customers like, what do they hate, you know, what processes can you refine? And I didn't have the bandwidth to do that especially as a solopreneur at that time. So for me, the certainty was like, okay, I have this stable job, right? And I know I can do well in that. And that is also giving me my insurance of my salary. And I also know that I'm going to become a mother, right? That is certain that I'm going to become a mother. So I need to do what I need to, uh, all the things I need to plan for in order to have a health healthy mind, you know, and a healthy home to bring this child into the world. So I gave up my business, ended up closing it down a a couple months before I had my son. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to be the end of entrepreneurship. Maybe I would revisit that business, but I wasn't sure. But that was something that I I had to give up. It was a hard decision, but it was the best decision for me at that time. I love that, though, too you know, recognize that, especially because like I'm listening to you and I hear you say that you spent a year and a half preparing Mm -hmm. just to launch a business. That's a long time for a lot of us to spend because that's more time than you sit pregnant, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like a year and a half and then you're pregnant and you're like, okay, 10 weeks later, you find out like, okay, well, looks like we're not going to be together no more. So it's some more, a little more um, emotional stuff. I'm sure that goes on with that. And then also the fact it's like, okay, can I do this? Plus this new job and taking the time to say, you know what, for right now, I have to go with what's certain. I have to make sure that I'm bringing my son into the type of home that I want to bring him into. And I want to be in the right place mentally um, and have the security that we need. Um, that's super um, grown up of you. <laughs> and I think also just like thoughtful. Um, I know it hurt. <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, my business. I thought this was going to be the one, the one that retired me. <laughs> right. I, I know it has to hurt, but I'm sure every time you look at Jeremiah, you're like, okay, you know, that yeah, was the right yeah, No regrets. Um, no regrets at all. So from there, like you... Um, you're in this new job, you have your son. Um, how is that transition for you um, turning into, you know, a working mom? Man, it was rough. Like, I honestly, America, 
<laughs> it's not set up for us working moms. Okay. I need, I really needed like a year after pushing a human being out of me. I wish I had a year to just recuperate, you know, get into the groove of like what my body was doing, what my child needed. But six weeks, I had six weeks maternity leave and then I was back to work. Right. Yeah. Um, which was definitely not long enough. So in that six weeks, like I know moms are listening to it's like my uterus was still sore. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm like in meetings and, and I was also still like producing milk. So it's like I'm going to my first meeting six weeks postpartum. My uterus is still hurting and I'm leaking in meetings. So that was like, you know, jumping back into it. But really it was hard because, um, you know, you're trying to find a balance of what do I need to do to take care of my child and myself? And what do I need to do to like perform well at work? Right. It's, especially yeah. because I work in sales and I do have a big salary, but my performance leads to a commission check that, you know, leads to a higher salary. So yeah, it was, I would say in one word, it was really hard to try to find that balance. And I still don't think I've honestly found it three years later, but, um, I have gotten into a better groove, I guess yeah. I would say. Yeah, I can't see how that can add additional pressure when you're like, okay, I got this base salary, like that's fine, but I need to execute. <laughs> right. And they're like, okay, we need you to hit a million dollars in sales this year. And they don't care that you just pushed out a baby. So, <sighs> yeah. Um, it's hard. And I know one of the things I start to tell women is just like, as you're looking for new jobs, definitely look at those, especially if you are in childbearing years, regardless of whether you want to be pregnant or not. If you are in childbearing years, look at their parental leave because you never know what will go down. <laughs> so you need to see what it is that they offer so that if something happens unexpectedly or planned, that you know what the deal is because folk out here give it six weeks like that is not like you said that's not enough time at all right it's not at all yeah I was grateful I had 12 and I used some of my um leave as well um but even sometimes I'm like whew, it would have been nice to have a good six months like you see other countries a year yes Canada has I think Canada has a year I know some other European countries have a year Mm-hmm. And honestly, that is that needs to be the standard. I hope America goes that way at some point. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, so as you kind of have transitioned into that, you're working through this. Now you've gotten past the infant stage and you have a whole entire coaching program and intensive called Become Mompreneur. Like how did that come together? Yeah. So for me, uh, when I closed down my business, Neotrust, like I said, that wasn't going to be the end of entrepreneurship for me. So I would say a few months after I had my son, I just went into like learning mode. Right. So I took courses from other coaches. Um, You know, I was reading books, you know, just to gain inspiration again on what my next step would be entrepreneurially, because I'm an entrepreneur at heart, like all my life, you know. Um, so I can't not do something, whether it's a side hustle or a full-fledged business. So about, um, 
I would say my son was almost 10 months old. I was, you know, going through this course. Actually, that was about making a course. So I was working on figuring out how I was going to make a course around my expertise. I didn't know if it was going to be in like sales and business development, if it was going to focus on product-based businesses. And then I came up with this idea that I was going to like help moms prepare for motherhood. And then I was like, actually, no, I don't want to help moms prepare for motherhood. I love my kid. I did prepare myself for motherhood, but I don't know that I could actually help other people succeed in that. Um, So then I just thought about a hybrid of, you know, my expertise in sales and, you know, gaining millions of dollars in sales for other companies, um, my experience as a mother, and also my experience of really just not having the systems in place to succeed as an entrepreneur as I was transitioning into motherhood. And all of those experiences inspired me to actually do a virtual summit, right? And so at that time, that was the going towards the end of 2018, before everybody was going virtual for everything now that we're in this pandemic. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to create a business launch summit that's virtual, you know, so that moms can be at home in their pajamas or whatever with their babies on their hips, but also have like quality content that helps them learn skills, that helps them, you know, put systems in place for their businesses to succeed. And I didn't want it to be just like something that I threw together. I wanted the best of the best. And so I've been able to to do that summit twice. So I did it once in January, 2019. And then again in October, sorry, August of this past year to 2020. Um, And so far it's reached over 700 people uh, in three countries. So it's grown into like a community and all all types of coaching programs uh, since then. So how did you, I mean, okay. So you come up with this idea, like you're sitting there and you're just like, okay, what am I going to do? Taking these classes, reading this book, like, oh, shoot, this clicks. And then you end up having like hundreds of people right. on your first one. Yes. What, what is like, how, how did you feel? <laughs> I was like, well, dang, I guess I'm doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Um, The first one, it just, well, first of all, it was a whole lot of work for both of them. Um, But I really just felt like I was in perfect alignment of like what God really wanted me to do. Because it was like I was able to execute both summits pretty much almost doing everything by myself. Like all of my experiences and internships from 10 years ago in my career uh, in sales and business development, doing side hustles, you know, doing that, even even launching my first business and the things that I learned in launching that literally prepared me to, you know, create this experience for mompreneurs. So in having all of these people sign up, at first I was like, whoa, like, I guess I have proven a concept that is actually needed. And two, it just like felt overwhelmingly blessed that I'm able to create something that actually pours into other millennial mompreneurs that, that look like me, that are experiencing whatever trials in their life, whether it's similar to mine or not. Um, and they're, they're able to, to take something away and, and accomplish something in their life and in their business. So it's just a blessing. That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> and then how did you and how do you, I guess, balance 
still working full time and building uh, not one, but two virtual experiences and then continuing to build um, your business? Like what what kind of tips are you doing? What kind of mindset do you have right now as you're doing that? Yeah. Well, one, my secret is that my, uh, my mom lives with me. <laughs> so hey. people be like, how are you getting everything done? Because they don't see her in my Instagram stories or on my Instagram posts. But she is my secret weapon. So she's able to help me with my son um, so that I'm able to create a schedule and balance uh, everything every day. Uh, two, I also have some uh, I would say a volunteer where uh, for my business where we barter services. So things that I don't have time to do, like write captions for social media or follow up with people we're partnering with or anything like that. She takes that load off and does it for me. And I like help her with her brand. Um, so we barter services. So the, the main tip is like actually having people in your space that can take the load off in areas that you just really can't handle. Um, from there, like mindset, I'm always like goal oriented and focused. And that really comes from having a clear picture of what I want my life to be like, and especially the life I want to create for my son. So like, even before I had a child, I was like, you know what? I want my life to be like Beyonce. Okay. Like we need to be vacationing <laughs> in the yes. south of France, on the Amalfi Coast in Italy, on a yacht. Like that's yes, what I want my family off to be. Yacht. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so really that, that is literally what my vision is. So I keep that clear, whether it's is on a post-it note or a picture of, of that um, in front of me at all times so that I know what I'm working towards and I can stay inspired um, every single day. So I would say those are the main two things, having people in your corner who are actually helping you, whether it's with your kid or in your business, and then two, um, having a clear vision of what you're working towards so you can do stuff every day to get there. I love that though, because I mean, everybody talks about help, like we talk about needing help and stuff like that. But saying, you know what, me and my mama, we're going to live together. <laughs> we're going to make this yes. effort. She get to be around her grandson. And then I get help. This is a win-win situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. And then just the thought of even like bartering services um, and saying like, okay, well, I could give this person X amount of hours of my time. However, you know, you guys have your arrangement and then this person will, you know, help me with captions or help write some things for me or whatever it is that I love that because a lot of times we get nervous because we don't have the extra money at the time to spend $25 an hour or however much on somebody to help with things. So we just overwhelm ourselves and just mm-hmm. just try to do it all. So I think that that's an awesome tip to say, you know what, who is somebody that could help me and then I could help them and we have a right. women's situation. And honestly, with her, with the woman who I barter service with, I didn't even know her up until May of last year. So what happened was I just uh, made a post on Instagram about how I needed or what I was going through in my life and how I needed help or something something like that. And this other lady who I did not know uh, commented on that post and was like, oh, we should connect, whatever. And then so this 
other lady who commented on my post, we actually set up a like virtual coffee date and we just chatted for 15 minutes about, you know, what we were up to in our businesses. And she was like, oh, I think I should connect you with this person and this person. I'm like, great. And I would love to have you as a speaker for my summit. And so we actually started a, you know, working relationship from there. And she was the person who connected me with the woman who I now barter services with. So I think a lot of times, especially entrepreneurs, they'll be like, oh, I'm not doing nothing if I'm not getting paid or I'm not spending time talking about it, nobody if I'm not getting paid. But it's really about like starting relationships and building them because you never know where it will lead and what value it's going to bring to your life. So you have to be open to that. Yeah, I love that. I love that um, because not only is she getting some help from you in terms of the coaching or some advice or help for her business, but then she's also getting additional experience through working with you. So Mm -hmm. that's an awesome uh, opportunity and good for us to remember that like the help is out there. We just have to think about, and we might have to think about it differently and we have to be open to even having that conversation with people where you had the coffee date and that person's like, oh, shoot, I should connect with this person, you know, mm-hmm. opening doors for others. So I think that's great. Yeah. Um, so what's next for Become Mompreneur? What do you have going on with that? So much, so much. So um, right now we have the Become Mompreneur Launch Summit, which is now our like signature event that is going to be happening once a year in August. So that'll be coming up August 2021. Um, but we also have the Become Mompreneur Tribe, which is our virtual community. And it has two sides of it. The free side where you can come in, you know, network with other uh, mompreneurs, you know, share your business and we highlight your business. And then we also have a paid side of the uh, membership where you actually get more intense coaching. So like we- weekly coaching, different workshops that are either led by me or experts that we bring in. Um, and that those are the, the main things that are happening so far, but definitely in the future, we'll definitely have some like in-person things, some retreats, um, some in-person events, just so that we can connect like on a more personal basis. So That's awesome. So how can people um, find more information about your products and I mean, well, your services and what you're offering? Yeah, so the easiest way is to go to my website because it'll direct you to all of the different things, which is uh, NicoleLachey.com. So that'll lead you to the tribe, that'll lead you to the preacher, preacher conferences, that'll lead you to our um, shop and everything else like that. Awesome. So do you have any advice or last words that you would want to give to the Moms Hustle Different community and the moms who are listening now? I would I would just say keep hustling. I love the name of your podcast. Um, And part of like being a mom that hustles different is just to like keep your kids and your family as an inspiration for you to hustle. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, No matter what. So that that would be my last word. I love it. I'm so appreciative for you coming on the podcast. I think it's super helpful to talk about just the transitions that you've made um, and being able to say, you know what, I'm going to start a business. Mm, I think I need to let it go. And then going into another business and not letting what happened in the past stop you and then still raising 
you know, a smart child at the same time, <laughs> um, even with help, you know, from your mom and others. So I really love that. And I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Yes. Thank you for having me. I enjoy talking to you. That was awesome. I continue to be floored at the guests that I have on the podcast and the things that they share. Um, I never thought about bartering services with someone. Have you? Um, A lot of times that doesn't even come up on my radar um, as a way that I could get help. So I really appreciate Nicole Deshay for coming on our podcast today. Um, Also, remember, if you are on Apple Podcasts, take the time to rate the podcast and write a review. It would absolutely mean the world to me. Um, Also, you can join my Instagram family and also join our email list. Those links are on the show notes. Um, And otherwise, just share the episode with somebody if it was helpful for you. That is one of the best things you can do for me. And I'll see y'all next week. Have a good one.